For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Welcome into the program. Hope that your morning is starting off right. I don't know what this thing is that I'm seeing out the studio window. It looks like looks like it might be the sun rising. And there's still some clouds there, but it's been a few days since we've seen the sun in the morning. Uh, but it won't last. As you heard there in the forecast, we can expect some rain and some thunderstorms later. And it's going to be another one of those days where we say, well, at least it's not the hurricane, right? But then we could be getting the hurricane too. Uh, Most models have it not really impacting us too much, but again, keep an eye on it. And uh, certainly if you are someone who lives right on the water, who has a boat in the water, maybe you live on a boat in the water, uh, certainly plan ahead and keep a very close eye on the forecast. Now, I don't I'm not somebody who really likes to get into the national day calendar. I think that it's a lot of hooey most of it. Now, some things are, you know, real days. Some things are days that we actually observe and celebrate and recognize. But then others are just kind of made up days that I don't even know how they come about with it. So, like, there's two paranormal-related days. I think September 30th or October 1st or something is National Paranormal Day, and then there's another day in, like, April or something that's, like, National Paranormal Investigators Day. It's like, no, come on. We don't need two days. But a lot of them are just kind of made-up things that are, designed to put something on the calendar on the National Day calendar website. So I don't really get too wrapped up in a lot of those. It is, though, if you take a look at the National Day calendar for today, there are two things that I want to put out, point out. One is that today is National Celiac Awareness Day, National Celiac Disease Awareness Day, I should say. So as we've been talking about health here on the program, I think it's important to note that, you know, Americans are coming down with celiac disease at a a pretty high rate, something that I had never heard of 
until maybe a decade ago. At the time, I knew someone who was having some health issues that turned out to be diabetes. But for some reason, the doctors didn't think it was that right away. Which I'm surprised because, you know, this person was overweight and was probably a, a, a candidate for type 2 diabetes. But I, I, I don't know why they didn't test for that first. But initially, they told this person that they had celiac disease, that they couldn't process gluten. And so this person started a gluten-free diet. Didn't really make too much of a difference. Obviously, if you are diabetic and you are avoiding gluten, you're probably also avoiding carbs, which is naturally going to help. But it didn't really solve all the issues. So this person was told that they had celiac disease. They started going gluten-free. And so that led to a lot of conversations with me about what it meant to be gluten-free. And it's challenging. But it's getting better. It's getting easier. Certainly easier than it was a decade ago. For example, if you are someone who is gluten-free now and you can't have gluten, but you're still looking for a nice meal out or a great baked item, great bakery item or something like that. Of course, we have Duke's Bakery in Fall River where everything is gluten-free. Not just pastries and cookies and all the great things that they bake there, but they have full-on gluten-free meals. I'm not kidding you. I've gone there and had like Reuben sandwiches. That were completely gluten-free. And you would never know the difference. Now, when this person that I knew went gluten-free, I tried some of the, the stuff that they had to eat, and it was not good. But that's changed now. As we have adapted to more Americans afflicted with this, and more Americans who just don't want to have the gluten in their diet. So today is National Celiac Disease Awareness Day. So if you if you just feel kind of, I, I don't know how to describe it, you know, like bloated, gross, off, uh, weighed down, well, then maybe you want to get tested for celiac disease. Today is also Positive Thinking Day. And I've already started the day with my negative thoughts about the National Day calendar and how much I don't really think there's anything to it. But I am going to suggest that we don't, especially here in talk radio land, especially here on a day when I'm sure the conversation throughout the course of the day will be about the migrant families coming in Massachusetts coming into Massachusetts. The Statehouse News Service had the story yesterday afternoon, we have it at WBSM.com, that there are now more than sixty three hundred migrant families in Massachusetts. The story is out this morning that Governor Healy 
is deploying members of the National Guard to help migrant families at some of these emergency shelters. So up to 250 National Guard members will be deployed today at at least 40 hotels and motels that don't have service providers to coordinate access to meals, medical care, and transportation. And Jessica Machado brought the story to you on on Saturday about the migrants that had moved into the Orbitz Inn in Somerset. But yesterday, the town administrator put out a press release acknowledging it. So it's the first time that town officials had acknowledged what, um, what she had already brought to you on Saturday. That there are 32 rooms in the Orbitz Inn that are being put aside, rented by the state for migrant families. So I'm sure a lot of you are going to have thoughts about that. And I, I just ask that as you're probably going to get worked up and emotional about that, that or any of the other issues that we can discuss here on the radio, that it's also National Positive Thinking Day. And man, I am somebody that is not prone to positive thinking. I am pessimistic a lot of the time. I like to call it realistic, but I can see it for what it is. It's pessimistic. I dwell on things. I always look for the other shoe to drop, look for the worst, focus on the worst. So I'm somebody that has to look at at the National Day calendar, which I'm already negative about to begin with, and say, oh, National Positive Thinking Day. That's going to be a tough one for me, but I guess I should try it. And I have been trying to think a little more positively. Because as I'm focusing on my health, I'm realizing, gee, a lot of your physical health can be directly affected by your mental health. And by mental health, I don't necessarily mean, you know, if you have any mental health afflictions or chemical imbalances or whether or not you need to be medicated for such. I just mean that you can keep a slightly more positive outlook of things. And that will have a lasting effect on the rest of your thoughts. So just as an example, this weekend, as I was taking part in the Ocean State Paracon, which is an outdoor gathering, we were all at tables under tents. And over the course of the weekend, it rained a lot. The Saturday rain wasn't so bad. I was out walking around in it. Not a big deal. But on Sunday, it was flooding rains, downpours, thunder and lightning. And rather than sit there and think to myself, "Ugh, what a horrible day. Why did it have to be like this today? And, and getting kind of wrapped up in the easy negativity of it. I took a cue from the event organizer, Ken DaCosta, who, you know, by all rights, could have been upset, could have been disappointed, but instead he looked at it as, 
hey, look at how many people have still come out today despite the weather to support this event and to raise money for the charity that we are raising money for. And even if nobody does show up, at least we all get to be here together and hang out together and see each other for the, you know, the couple times a year that we all get together. And I kind of adopted some of that mindset. And you know what? I didn't care about the rain. I didn't care about how many people were walking up to my table or how many people came in for my presentation. Instead, it was about, yeah, look at how many people did come out and support this despite the weather. Look at how many people, look at how all of us do get together. And then thinking in my head, well, the people that did come, they bid on auction items. They bought things. They bought tickets to the investigation of the conjuring house. So even though less people probably came through the gates, the people that did come tried to do the most that they could to help raise money for the charity. And it, it changed the way that I felt about the whole event. And I didn't care about the rain at all. In fact, when it was came time to, to, to pack up everything and, and leave, I was actually kind of disappointed. I was like, really? It's over already? Instead of being like, oh, yes, I can't wait to get out of the rain. I was more just kind of disappointed that it was over now. And that little bit of positive thinking made a big difference for me. So, yeah, today on National Positive Thinking Day, Try to at least incorporate a few positive thoughts. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Morning. How you doing? Good. Is it politically incorrect, or actually, let me let me rephrase that. Is it politically correct to call um, these people that illegally came into our country migrants? Well, a lot of them that, that, that they're putting up have not come into the country illegally. So how, how did they come in then? Through the um, through the shelter process, they're they're here as um, they're here because they're leaving because um, a lot of them are coming from Haiti. They're coming because they're leaving due to the gangs that are going over there, the the crime that's going over there. So they're here to seek asylum. So they didn't come in legally through our our immigration system. They didn't come here with a sponsor. They didn't come here. No, the they, asylum they, the asylum process is a legal process within the immigration system. So the southern border the guards down at the southern border are pretty much just you know guns down off their horseback just letting people in maybe maybe for some of them but in this case these these folks have actually put in the paperwork to apply for asylum now are they putting in the paperwork before they come into our country or are they getting aided at the at the border to put in the paperwork i'm not i'm not sure how the process works yeah I, i'm pretty sure that's how i'm pretty sure that's that's what i heard was going on i i mean I, i'm pretty sure that uh if i'm not mistaken massachusetts put in or actually maury healy put in place that there was going to be free legal help to all migrants to get the paperwork and all that asylum paperwork started now do you now i'm almost 100 percent positive i heard that on wbsm that was part of like that little newscast, you know, at the top of the hour and the bottom of the hour, but it was 
you might want to look that look into that if you can. Um, but anyways, it's not they're not migrants. They're not migrants. They're they're illegally crossing our borders by the hundreds of thousands, and we're getting swamped with these people that are coming over the border illegally. And you could say that they're filing paperwork and everything else. They're not doing it the right way. They're not doing it through the legal See, immigration. See, you, you, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. They are no, doing uh, it properly. How are they doing that properly? If because they're if they're here, country, they're here illegally. Who's helping them? Who cares who's helping them? Through? It's still the process. They've still I'm followed the, the process correctly. I'm the taxpayer. So what, if somebody went up to Canada and said, hey, would you like to come to America? Let me help you with that. You'd have a problem with that, too? So you, you're a taxpayer, obviously. Mm -hmm. You're obviously a taxpayer. And you have no care that these people are coming into our country illegally. And you're paying for it. This is the process. This is the process that that they're using the process that's in place. So, so if you don't care about your money, obviously, because, I mean, you just just pretty much said it. You don't give a crap about anything. About right, because that's, that's that what I said. To... You go ahead and put words no, in my I mean, mouth. That's what I said. Tim, you just, you just pretty much admitted it on the air. That well, that I care you... more about human beings than I care about the money that's in my pocket. And so don't I, Tim. I don't think that you okay, do, John. But... I don't think that oh, you do. I, do. I don't oh, think that you do. I do. I Based can't. on all of your phone calls, I don't think that you do. No, I do. I think okay. you care about you and your family and what matters to you and everybody else can go screw themselves if it makes your life inconvenient. No. No, 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 no. But if you're going to come into our country illegally, we have we have a way to do it, Tim, okay? There's a legal way and to do it. And the people that we're talking about have done people, that. And these people are obviously not caring enough to do it the way that we want them to do. So they're going to sneak around, okay, and they're going to come into our country illegally, and then they're going to file asylum paperwork once they're in our country with free legal aid. Imagine that. We're giving people free legal aid. We've been doing it forever. We've been giving illegal immigrants free legal aid. We've been giving people who come here seeking asylum legal aid. That's what asylum is. Tim, they weren't coming in groves like they are now. Okay? You don't see a problem with that. There's no, so we don't have an immigration problem, obviously. No, we certainly do. housing 6,300 if we're housing, Massachusetts is housing 6,300 migrant families, okay, there's not a problem. Well, there's when a couple the of problems. One when, is when the, the, the system overall needs to be refined. Two is the right to shelter, you know, the, uh, the, the, um, the fact that Massachusetts has to shelter them if they come in because of our own laws is also an issue as well. So what are you going to do? You've got to change that, but you can't change it immediately. Imagine we're housing, okay, people that came here illegally when we can't even house. We don't even have enough housing for the homeless population in the oh, state of Massachusetts. This is not, it's, not, it's not an apples-to-apples situation. No, it definitely is. It, no, have it you isn't. Have ever gone up to Mass and Cass and looked up in Boston, the amount of people that are on the street? And how many Boston? times have they gone to try to help those people? Oh, I mean... The Baker administration didn't didn't do crap for the for the for the homeless people. People have gone and tried to help them. They don't always want to uh, accept the help. You know what, Tim? It, you're right. You're right. Addiction. Yeah. No, no, you're right on that one. Okay. Addiction. You know, some people don't want to help themselves, but the people that are coming here because they they see how we at, you know we we live 
and they, they want that life. I don't blame them. I don't. We have a way to do it, though, legally, where it doesn't cost the taxpayer anything. You realize that, right? Well, that's not true. No, for them to come into this country legally, Tim? No, but any assistance that you have to offer them in that process is going to cost the taxpayer something. We're, we're literally giving these people money, food, housing. How is that not... How is that not... That's and, what, and what's the governor asking the for? The governor is asking for the federal government to ease the restrictions so that those people can go to work so that we don't have to give them those things. Governor Driscoll, or Lieutenant Governor Driscoll, came out and said that, oh, would it be that hard for you to open up your doors and, and, and accept a family or two? Are you, are you joking right now, Lieutenant Governor Driscoll? You think I can open up my doors... When I can barely afford to put food on the table for my kids and my wife. Maybe some could. You're kidding me, right? I pay $400 at the grocery store a week. But yet, let me, let me open up my doors, okay, and house a, a, an illegal immigrant family that came over the border illegally. Let me open up my doors and house these people that haven't been vetted through our system yet, okay? Let me open up my doors and let, and let these people, okay... Then I have no idea if they're going to commit a crime or not in my house. Let me let me open up my doors, Lieutenant Governor Driscoll, because that's well, why do you make the assumption that they're criminals, Tim? They're strangers. Have you ever have you ever you ever heard of stranger danger? I don't I don't know you, you either. I don't know you either, but I don't think you're a criminal. Oh, give me a break! Give me a break! Give me a break! Come on, let's be serious here. You don't I'm hearing a lot of prejudice here, John, in, in the way that you feel uh, about not this. Real, not really, Tim. No, no, no. Because now, you, now you're trying to frame me, okay, to, to be somebody that's prejudiced. I'm not prejudiced, Tim. I grew but up... prejudice is a preconceived I, notion about somebody. It seems like you have a lot of those. I don't know these people. Nobody knows these people coming over. They could be rapists. They could be... They could also you know, be really nice people. Murderers. They could be murderers. They could you also they, they could also be and the best people right. you've ever met in your life. And that's the positive thinking we should be talking about. There we go. I got to hold you there, John, just because I got to take a break before the news. No problem. Have a good day. And uh, we will take a quick break. Callers, hang on. We will get to you after the news, uh, but I got to get at least a couple of these spots in. Callers, hang on. We will take you uh, as soon as we come back from the news. And there is an open line at 508-996-0500. Right now, let's go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. Tech industry leaders will be on Capitol Hill today to discuss artificial intelligence. Senators will hear from Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, and Bill Gates and others during a closed-door meeting. This comes as Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has prioritized bringing lawmakers up to speed on the rapidly advancing AI technology. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says there will be an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Republican investigators have found no evidence of corruption or financial wrongdoing by the president. But McCarthy said Tuesday that they have uncovered, quote, credible allegations that Biden was involved in his son's business dealings while serving as vice president. Authorities are still looking for escaped Pennsylvania killer Danilo Cavalcante. The 34-year-old convicted murderer, murderer was last seen about 30 miles northwest of Philadelphia, and police say he's considered armed and extremely dangerous after he stole a rifle from the garage of a local homeowner. Cases of flesh-eating bacteria may be on the rise in the U.S. Some experts think climate change is fueling the expansion of the 
Vibrio bacteria, which thrives in brackish waters and is more commonly a problem in Florida, Louisiana, and Texas. But this summer, there was a death in Missouri, two in Connecticut, one in New York, and three in North Carolina from the bacteria. A Las Vegas resort could be losing money because of a cyber attack. MGM Resorts International says they were hit with a cybersecurity issue on Sunday. The resort hasn't commented on how it happened, but on Tuesday, the FBI confirmed that they were investigating the issue. A cybersecurity expert says MGM is, quote, losing money every minute from the attack. Federal prosecutors are accusing Google of stifling competition and operating an illegal monopoly with its popular search engine. Opening remarks were made before a federal judge in Washington on Tuesday in an, antitru- in an antitrust trial against Google. While lawyers from the Justice Department argued that Google's exclusive contracts with phone makers and wireless carriers helped stifle competition in violation of U.S. antitrust law. And more daytime TV talk shows are returning, despite the ongoing actors and writers' strike. Trey Thomas has more. Multiple reports say the Jennifer Hudson show at Sherry will both return on September 18th. CBS's show The Talk will also be returning for its 14th season. This comes after the Drew Barrymore show was met with criticism for their decision to return despite the ongoing strikes. I'm Trey Thomas. And in sports, the Boston Red Sox lost a doubleheader to the Yankees at Fenway Park on Tuesday. Red Sox lost three to two and one four to one. The two will play again for the series third game tonight. First pitch is at 7 10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. After some early patches of fog, we're going to repeat the forecast of yesterday. Chance of showers, chance of thunderstorms. It's going to be muggy as well. And we could see some locally heavy areas of rain. Look for a high of 76. For tonight, that whole system will depart. So we'll have some lingering showers and then tapering off to just clouds and some patchy fog. Lows will be in the 60s. And for tomorrow, mostly sunny, pleasant, and comfy with a high of 76. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 65 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Think of it as breakfast for your mind. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. in 508-996-0500 or you can hit us up on app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. Um, so we don't even have any idea how many people are actually here illegally. Um, well, in terms of who much- they're, in terms of who they're sheltering, um, the report that came out yesterday was 6,300 families have, have right. been given emergency shelter. 
Right, right. I mean, I don't. I didn't mean here as in Massachusetts. I meant here in general, okay. across the country. It's pretty much been a stampede at the border. Um, none of the people that haven't come from Mexico directly have any legal asylum claim. You, they, you can't come from Venezuela or five or seven countries away and have a legal claim of asylum in the U.S. You have to stop at the nearest safe state, and that's that's not what's happening. Is is that's that's and, the case? You know, I've never heard that. You don't know that? No. Yeah, they they, they you can they, they have to stop at the 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 first nearest safe haven. They can't you can't they can't come uh, make an asylum claim from four countries away. Um, that's that's the law. Um, I don't know how you get rid of problem. You know, once they find out that somebody is a problem, how, I don't even know how they're going to locate them. I mean, how do you weed through this many humans? It's a lot. Um, well, and that's been part and, of the problem, too, is there's been such a slowdown of being able to process anyone. Right, but we're, we're not obligated to process every, every human being on the planet. I mean, our obligation is to the United States first. We, we don't really owe our, our, you know, we don't owe anybody anything but our citizenry first. Everybody else is second. So, I mean, I, I just, I don't understand how, what their plan is. Um, we have no idea how many terrorists have come through, and you can't say that. The, num the number's not zero, right? Sure. I mean, the number's no, not that's, zero. that's fair. So, how many, how many, how many, how much risk is acceptable? And, and uh, it's not going to feel good when something goes wrong, you know, and... Nobody's going to want to but, take responsibility. But, but how, many, how many terrorists could come through legally and go through the process and then become terrorists after the fact? Right. Again, the number's not zero. I know that, too. I'm just saying, you know, we're not making an honest effort to try to mitigate any of the risk. We're just, it, it's pretty much a free-for-all at this point. So, I don't know. That's, that's it. No. Have a good morning. Well, you as well. And, um, and, and by the way, just one thing that I was kind of looking up here with some of the asylum rules where, you know, uh, John asked if, uh, you know, they're waiting to, you know, he's, he's saying that they were coming to this country and then applying for asylum. Um, I guess that's how it works. You can't apply for asylum in the United States until you're actually here, which makes sense when you think about it, because that's what asylum is. So you can't, you can't apply for it until you've already come to this country. So you couldn't fill out the paperwork and wait to come in under an asylum claim. You have to fill it out when you're already here and you have to do it within a year of arriving. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, thank you for taking my call, Tim. Good morning. Morning. Um, I just want to say I don't, I don't believe that it's prejudice to have an opposite opinion or opposition to what's happened. I'm black and I'm, I'm American. I'm not taking this politically. And that's what that's what I believe is happening. People are, are putting their fingers in their ears and covering their eyes with some of this, and it's becoming political instead of just letting it be a national issue. So you you telling me that you open up the border and let everybody in from anywhere, right? But yet our governors in this in this country and the president declares a COVID national emergency and locks down the United States citizens. Businesses get closed down but the board is wide open for business with people carrying who knows what. So that don't make no sense. Then you tell us 
climate change, this and that. Get scared of this. Get scared of that. Our grid is so bad. We can't sustain this and that with the 330 plus million that are already here. Counted for. But yet you're going to bring in an influx of millions more that how, how that, that doesn't sustain our grid either. And not just that, but people are frustrated from a national standpoint of taxes. We, we, we're, we're, we're sandbagged. We are carrying such a debt and a burden that we can't even sustain ourselves for those that are registered, uh, the other three, you know, 330-plus million that are here. We're, we're in debt. So it's not so much that people are like, oh, we don't want no foreigners, or we don't want these people. It's, it's not that. I'm black. So this is just, so I want to I want to kill that prejudice thing that that gets that, that bad. Well, I, I, that I don't know on. I don't know why being black means that you couldn't be prejudiced against other people. No, no, but what I'm saying is that that is that is that that that's been weaponized. I'm not foolish and and, and, and by I'm the way, when I said that it was a prejudice, I meant it was a prejudice to think that the people are already criminals. I, it had nothing to do with the color of anybody's yeah, skin. I understand. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving anybody a context here. I'm just saying. I'm, I just. I just. I just want to let let people know that in this gumball of America, there's there's a whole bunch of flavors here that feel this way. That's all. So I'm not. I you know. Excuse me for putting it. Uh, putting context to that. But I just. I just wanted to double down on that as well, just to let people know that this is not just some old magazine or, or you know some people right wing or you must be you know like that because it's happened to comedians. Like, I'll give a name, Jimmy Dore. This guy is left as you can get. But because of, you know, the climate now, politically and economically, he has certain views that would, you know, sort of line up with uh, cons conservatives. But now they, you know, he's demonized. You're right wing for that. But guess what? We want our politicians to reach across the aisle, right? But yet, if us as citizens do it, you know, we get labeled bad. So we're ashamed. And that's not right. But, Tim, all I'm saying is, if if, we, if if a governor can declare a state of emergency, right, and it's, and, and it's medical reason because we got to slow the spread, then how the hell you you going to slow the spread down when people are coming in and with carrying you know what or who knows what? And that's not to say all oh, these are diseased people, but we're talking about an emergency. Make it make sense. Uh, and, uh, and I'm going to say this, and I ask you, I implore everybody that's listening, and especially you, Tim, since you're looking up um, stats on um, asylum and all that. Why don't you look up the 17th plan step for United Nations, right, and the World Economic Forum for the dismantling of the United States? This is not hyperbole. This is not conspiracy. I'm not QAnon. None of that. Let's, 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 let's get off with the labels. I'm a regular guy. I'm sitting in my pocket lot at work before I punch in, and I listen to the show. I'm concerned for my country. This is bigger than, you know what I'm saying? This is, we're in debt. This country's been sold out. I'm going down, you know, a, diff a different road right now, but... There's your open border right now. It's done. The geography is done. We can't pay the debt. And it's economics. But please look up the United Nations plan and the WEF. That's the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab and all that. There's nothing conspiracy about that. It's written and it's said from their mouth and in his book. There's two books written, The Great Reset, and that, goes, that, that coincides with Joe Biden, Build Back Better, and he's not the first one to coin that term. It's just being paraphrased because there's a script that everybody's going off of. And it's, that's it, people. We've been sold out. Thank you for, my, thank you for taking my call. All right. You have a good day. 508-996-0500. Callers, hang on. We will get to you. I just got to make sure that I take my breaks. And, uh, and if we don't get everybody in in the hour, we can certainly carry through to the next hour. But I, I got a good sense of being able to get you all in. Just got to make sure I take this break. Be back in a few moments.
Um, All right, let's go right back to the phones. I have one line open at 508-996-0500. I believe this line is next. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, what's going on, Tim? How you doing? Not bad. So um, a few things. In regards to the illegal immigration, I think this is more of a bipartisan thing. Nobody wants it. I hear it in my own house, in my own community. Nobody wants it here. Liberal, conservative, it doesn't matter, unless you're far left. Uh, in regards to, to illegals, and the illegal immigrants, what I hear on this radio station consistently through all three shows in the Who uh, Barry show, a lot of your your hard right conservatives are saying, "Look at all the money that we're spending uh, housing and feeding all these kids and all these people. We should be doing using that money for us and American citizens." But in reality, they don't want that because that would be called socialism. What mm-hmm. we should be advocating for is tax cuts. If, if a conservative calls into this show and advocates for free money for American citizens, but then doesn't want free money for American citizens, you're a hypocrite. What you really should be advocating for is a tax cut, right? Let's cut our taxes once we eliminate the illegal immigration problem and the millions and millions of dollars that we're spending on them and give it back to the people so they can keep their own money. But they don't. What I hear, and I hear it a lot from Barry, is we need to be taking care of our elderly. Well, that's socialism, regardless of your age. So they need to stop being hypocrites and start advocating for actual conservative principles, which would be a a tax cut and, and less regulation. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it in some of the online discussion about this situation where people will say, you know, we've got to take care of our own homeless. We've got to take care of our own right. veterans. And, and if you if you care so much about it, why don't you take one of these families into your home? Well, then I would say to you, if you care so much about, you know, the homeless and veterans, why aren't you taking them into your home? Right. That That's the problem. They're, they're just hypocrites. They just like to, to spout off. Now, I consider myself like a I would be considered a, a rhino. Right. I would be considered a liberal Republican. And, and a lot of these ultra-conservative talk radio callers, like, circles. The issue is is that I, I called into Barry's show yesterday, and uh, he, he took it the wrong way when I was talking to, uh, in regards to Jessica and her reporting. Um, what I want to clarify is I wasn't attacking her, her, her cognitive ability or her ability to, to figure things out, but my question was, these people in Somerset, are these refugees or are these Ill- actual illegal immigrants? Because there is a, a significant legal difference between the two. I know they're probably illegal, but I was just wondering, I, I, I assume that Jessica well, can find this out uh, and whether or not they're, they're refugees. Because if well, they're refugees, when I hear, when I hear that there's a lot of women and children, my mind goes to, they might be refugees. Here's, here's part of the problem, I think, is I think that the um, town administrator didn't put out his press release until after uh, yep. she made her appearance. So at that point, there were no real facts that were out there. Uh, people weren't really certain about it. All that she had known is that they had come from Haiti. I heard her report that on Saturday. And so when the town administrator put out his release, which we have um, up at WBSM.com and on the app, that is where he said that these are migrant families that are here legally. So these are folks that came here legally. He didn't mention if they were from Haiti or not, but he said that they are here legally, which means that they're here through the asylum process. Then, then that's it. That, that's, they're not illegal aliens. So this, this negates the entire argument that they're illegal. So whoever's calling in and saying we need to, to you know, stop taking care of these people, 
we're a nation. One, these conservatives consistently always say that we're a Christian nation. And if we're talking about refugees, they have legal status now in this country. Right? So now if we're going to act like Christian, a Christian nation, we need to take care of these people. So <laughs> it doesn't matter your feelings behind it. There's, there's a legal process to doing this. So the conservatives out there that, that say, I'm going back to my original point, that we should not be taking care of these people, that we should, I, I agree with them that we shouldn't be spending a dime, a penny on illegal immigration. Like these people who are illegally here, get them out. Done, period. Don't educate their kids. Don't give them medical care. Don't give them housing. I don't care. They're illegally here. But if they sought refuge, we have the legal uh, right or the, the legal, legal obligation to take care of them. If you're advocating for not taking care of them and you want to take care of our own, then you're advocating for socialism, and that's an, uh, completely opposite of a conservative uh, mindset. You should be advocating for tax cuts so that us, American citizens, can keep more of our money. Fair and point. That, that's all i got to say. All right. Thank you for the call. Okay. And uh, callers, hang on. I will get to you. I do have to take one final break in the hour. If we don't get you in this hour, we will take you right at the beginning of the next hour, right after the news. So hang on. There are some open lines at 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.